Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Hello, dear friends. This is a wonderful day. It is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Maybe you say, but John, I am not in such a state in my life at this moment. Uh, There's not much to rejoice about. Well, today, during this broadcast, God is going to touch your life and he's going to do a miracle for you. He's going to lift you up. I believe it because he has given his word to me to share with you. And so he is giving his word to you today because he wants to restore you to full authority. Yes, I don't know, maybe you have lost the authority over your life. And I know many people in the world feel like that right now during this season that we are in with with all these government controls and all the issues that are going on. And people feel like they have lost their freedom and they are in some kind of oppression. But today, in the midst of your oppression, in the midst of your situation, God can restore your authority to you. Maybe it's not that government, that feeling of the society that's oppressing you. Maybe it is because of some sin in your life or because of some problem in your life or because of something else, some pain, some hurt in your life that that pain is controlling your life or maybe that hurt from something in the past that happened to you and now you are suffering and you don't feel like you have the authority in your life anymore to move forward, to be happy, to be blessed and successful. Well, today, hallelujah, God has given me a message for you that he wants to restore you and he wants to restore his authority back into your life. Well, I want to go to a very famous story, but because you have heard it before, don't switch off because uh, this story, God gave me some beautiful points here and I know they will bless you in your life today. Well, we are going to Luke chapter 15 and we're going to that part, that very famous story of the prodigal son. You must have heard that story of these two brothers that were at home working for their father. And uh, they were doing their work and they were under the blessing of their father. And they were in the house of the father. And they were so tremendously blessed. They had everything they needed. They had everything that was necessary for them to have a successful and a joyful, a happy and a peaceful life. But one of these two brothers didn't feel like it at all. He felt like he was under control at home. He had to do this. He had to do that. And he was looking beyond the horizon. And he was thinking of those great cities far away and how wonderful it would be to be in those cities a free man, to do whatever he desired, to do whatever he wanted to do. And so, well, I think we read the story that he said to his father, Papa, give me the part of the inheritance that is mine. I've been here long enough. I've done everything you asked me, but I'm fed up with it. Well, I believe before this point came, 
There was already a struggle in the home. I think many times his papa could feel that his boy was not happy, that he was complaining all the time, and he wasn't happy with this, and this was too difficult, and he didn't feel to do his chores there, and he was not enjoying the blessings as he was previously enjoying the blessings. And so his father must have said many times, hey boy, this is not a good attitude. This is not a good heart that you're having. You need to release it. You need to lift up your eyes. You need to see the goodness of this house, the goodness of God that is coming to you in this place. But more and more, this boy surrendered to these thoughts and these feelings of unhappiness, of complaining, listening maybe to negative voices and feeling more and more secluded and blaming others, blaming his father, maybe blaming his life there until he was so sour that he was on that point that his father could not hold on to him anymore. I'm saying this because usually people don't leave house from one day to the other. Maybe they have a great argument. Sometimes it happens, but usually it is something that starts as a little seed in the heart. And the devil is able to sow that. And maybe you are such a person. And maybe I'm talking about you and your marriage. Maybe I'm talking about you and your parents. Maybe I'm talking about you in your church. And in the beginning, you were so happy in that congregation. God brought you to that place. It was the place where you were saved. It was the place where God, God's love came upon you and filled you like rivers and floods that it just flowed over your soul. And you were so thankful and you were so excited and you were baptized in the Holy Spirit there and you were activated in the ministry there and you were so thankful for every little thing that you could do. But now lately, oh, you feel like you are oppressed in that church. You feel like you're under control in that church. You don't feel so free anymore. And it's not because what you feel is the truth, but it's because of some seeds that have been sown in your heart. Maybe you heard somebody say some unpleasant things about you. Maybe somebody hurt you. Maybe you think the pastor said that sermon, which was a, quite a harsh sermon and that he was doing it all against you. And now you feel that you're alone and secluded and you're not happy and you're trying to move to wiggle yourself free. If you don't release these things in the hand of God, the moment is going to come just like it came for this young man that you will go to your pastor, you will go to your parents, you will go to your husband, your wife, whatever situation I'm talking about that's yours and you will say, I'm fed up with it. It's enough now. I'm not staying here. I'm moving on. Oh, I've seen the grass on the other side. I don't know if they say that where you are from, but in Holland, it is a saying that the grass on the other side is always green. Huh? It always looks better on the other side. Oh, I met this person, and they told me about the great city. They told me about that other church. They told me about that other marriage, and if I was only in such a relationship, if I was only in such a place, and it made you the desire for something, well, my dear friend, what you have found here, you will find there, 
it will follow you, it will be everywhere if that is your own attitude, if that is your way to looking to things. And so this boy, he said, Papa, I'm, I'm pulling myself out of your hands. Release me now and let me go. And his father could not hold on to him. It was a, a situation that was unsustainable. And so his father said, okay. And with pain in his heart, with tears in his eyes, he gave the young man his portion and the young man left. Oh, and he left. Oh, he was walking so happy, so proud. Finally, he had broken that yoke of the home of his shoulders. Finally, he took control in his own life in his own hands, and he was gonna do everything that he wanted to do. Oh yes, I've seen them leave like that, and maybe you have seen others leave like that, and maybe you, the one that I'm speaking to today, are, are right in this transition that, that you're pushing, you're, 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 you're ready to go, you're ready to leave that place of blessing where God has put you. Oh, my dear friend, listen to this message because you're heading for great troubles. You're headed for great pain. You're headed for, for suffering. If you go out of the place, the will of God for your life. Well, this young man went and he went to that great city and he partied like there was no tomorrow and he made new friends quickly. Oh, and they were in the same spirit, in the same heart. Oh, they were celebrating, drinking, feasting, living the loose, the wild life like you can find in the world. Yes, the world has lots of joy, but that joy is only momentarily, and it is sweet in the mouth, but it's bitter once it comes inside. Oh, my dear friends, yes, you can feel yourself, but it will only make your thirst more. Oh, yes, it's like drinking from the ocean. Every cup you drink from the ocean, it's not satisfying your thirst. It's only making you more thirsty. It's only giving you a more empty feeling. And this young boy experienced that. And suddenly, things of life shifted and changed as things of life can shift and change in a moment. There came a famine in the land. And this young man, he had spent his money and he went to those that partied with him, but they could not help him or they did not want to help him. They had enough problems in their own life they couldn't cope with, and so he was left alone. And there was no place for him to go to find some food, to find some shelter. And suddenly, that world where he had found that great joy for the flesh, for the moment, became a hard and harsh world. Yes, this world is hard and harsh. Once the devil has taken you and deceived you, he will spit you out and he will leave you in the mud. And this young boy, he was left in the pig pen. Yes, he was there with the swine, taking care of the swine, and nobody gave him anything. So he ate the food of the swine. Can you believe if there's a famine and people are not eating good food, what are the swine eating? He was eating that food and he was sitting there. And let's read the following verses out of Luke 15, starting at verse 17. 
because something happened at that place. That's the place where a change came in his heart. Oh, my dear friends, I hope right now that change can come in your heart, in your life, in your mind. Listen to the word of the Lord. And that brought this young man to his senses. Yes, when he was sitting there in that pig pen. And he said, all those farmhands working for my father sit down to three meals a day. And here I am starving to death. I'm going back to my father. I'll say to him, father, I have sinned against God. I have sinned against you. I don't deserve to be called your son. Take me on as a hired hand. And he got right up and went home to his father. When he was still a long way off, his father saw him, his heart pounding, and he ran out, embraced his son, and kissed him. And the son started his speech. And the son said, Father, I've sinned against God. I've sinned against you. I don't deserve to be called your son ever again. But the father was calling to the servants, quick, bring a clean set of clothes and dress him. Put the family ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and then get a grain-fed heifer and roast it. We're going to feast. We're going to have a wonderful time. My son is here, given up for dead and now alive. Given up for lost and now found. And they began to have a wonderful time. Oh, I like this part of the story and I think you can understand it. And maybe you have had this experience in your life and so this will touch you in your heart because it's not just a story about this young man. This is actually your story as it is my story. But sadly to say, I have seen few people come back home in this heart, this attitude, this spirit that changed everything for them. Usually they hold on to their righteousness, their self-righteousness. Usually they blame everyone and everything else. And so they never come to true repentance. But this young man came to true repentance to the change of his heart. And he said, Father, Oh, I don't deserve it to be called your son. I have given up all authority. I have lost all authority. My life is not my own anymore, but just make me one of the servants as long as I can be somewhere on the corner of your land. But you know, the father said, put a robe around him and put the family ring on his finger and put sandals on his feet. And there is something prophetic here. And this is what God wants to do to you. Oh, maybe because you were sitting with the pigs, because you were sitting in sin in this world, you are dirty, dirty of all the iniquity, dirty of mistakes, of failings, of faults, dirty of things that happened to you, some, your own choice, other things that maybe just came over you, but you're sitting there, you're wounded, you're dirty, and there's nothing you can do to cleanse yourself anymore. Well, the father came and he put the robe around him, covering all that dirt, that smell, covering all that sickness and all those wounds that were pussing and dirty, etc., etc. 
Oh, aren't you thankful for Jesus Christ who has robed us with righteousness, the Bible says. Yes, and he doesn't just cover those dirty things and sins and and pains and things. He cleanses us and takes it away. Everything that is filthy and dirty of the past in your life, all the pain, the bitterness, the anger, the frustration, he washes it away. Hallelujah. And then he puts the ring on the finger, the family ring. He wants to put the family ring on your hand right now and give you authority. Yes, that ring represents authority. You know, kings, they would write a decree and then they would put the wax and they would push their seal into that wax And that would be the seal of authority, making that declaration to be royalty and must be obeyed. Well, he is giving authority in your life by putting that ring on your finger, that divine ring that you are now a son, you are now a daughter of the most high God, hallelujah. And you have been given authority over the things that have come against you in the name of Jesus. Yes, not in your own name, but in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And they put sandals on his feet. And that represents freedom, that he could be free to walk that place of the house of the Father. He could walk into the house like a son and not like a guest or a visitor. He could walk on the land like a co-owner of that land. Yes, not the freedom that the world gives because that freedom only binds us. But it says whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Or he will give you new sandals to walk the clean and narrow path, all that will bring you to life eternal. Shall we pray right now? Or are you ready to go back home? Maybe you haven't left home yet. Well, if you stay with that old heart and old attitude, oh, you're headed for trouble, you're headed for pain. Cleanse it right now. Oh, pray right now and say, Lord, Oh, I'm, because of my frustrations, because of my feelings, because of, uh, of my experiences, because of my anger. Oh, Lord, because of the desires of my flesh, because of the desires of this fleshly heart. Lord, I'm at the verge of running out of this marriage, running out of this family, running out of this church. I feel drawn by the lies of the devil to go into the world and and party all night long like there's no tomorrow. I just want to forget everything and drink myself until I can't think anymore. But Lord, I know this is not going to help me in the future. I know, Lord, this is not the right path that will bring me peace and joy and goodness and blessings. And so, Father... Oh, help me right now, I pray, that I can release it into your hands, that I can let it go, Lord, and that you will cleanse me and and take it away and that I can see again all the blessings of this house, all the goodness of this house. Lord, I don't need to go out into the world. I don't need to end up at the pig pen to come to the point of true repentance. You can bring it right now by a touch of the Holy Spirit. Or maybe you are sitting in the garbage of your life, in the garbage of your choices of the past, and and now you are there with all the consequences. Father, 
Let them rise up today. Let them rise up, Lord, and let them go back home again. Let them call a pastor right now. Let them call a family, a friend, whom they know will give great and good advice, godly advice. Let them seek help with the right people right now and let them return, Lord, to your family, to your church, to your body, to become part of of that family of God again, Lord, and let them do so in the right spirit, in the right right authority, Lord, that you can give them your authority in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, I pray for all my listeners right now that they will have that joyful celebration at home right now that they may experience it, that they may may dance and shout, Lord, and feel the floods of love and peace and joy in their heart, in their souls, because you are celebrating in their life. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 